now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Bugs and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast, from glasses to golds and all the cheese in between. The movies are beef, their entertainment is great, A. And I am your host, Mr. Jason Giaconetti, joined this time by my daughter, Miss Haley Giaconetti. Hi, guys. So today we're going to be going over the 1978 Witches Night Out TV special. And we'll get to it right after this. Next Friday, it's Witches Night Out, and you're invited to a party. Wait, my darlings, till you meet your gracious hostess. Join us for mischief and monsters. This is what Halloween is all about. Then there's an explosive visitor on Who's Watching the Kids. I'm not the peeper. I'm the plumber! That's a bomb? Who's this guy, the new weatherman? <laughs> Will things blow up? Witches Night Out, Who's Watching the Kids, next Friday on NBC. Witches Night Out debuted October 27, 1978, originally on the CBS on, on CBC Television and the NBC Network, and of course it ran a couple of times. Now your production company was Leach and Ranklin Production, not Ranklin Bass, but Leach and Ranklin. Um, and then, which is so your producer was John Leach, and then the editor was Sharon Lackey. Uh, your um, it was written by John Leach and by uh, uh, Isabel Jean Ranklin. Your director, of course, is John Lee. So the this special, uh, which many people who, depending on your age, kind of semi-remembered, because this thing went away from TV for a while. I remember watching this as a kid with my brother, um, many different Halloweens. Uh, and then later on, uh, I was able to rediscover it on YouTube and they show my daughter. And my wife kind of remembered it, but not so much. But now this comes a yearly watching thing. Um, so, of course, the main star in this whole thing is Gilda Radner. She plays the witch. And uh, and in also here you had Catherine O'Hara. Most of you know her as the mother from Beetlejuice or from um, oh, a number of different things. She's a comedian. But these are all people from Canada because it was a Canadian production. Uh, and then, uh, um, you know, Bob Church and, uh, and then those guys. John Leach himself actually voices people in here as well. So, um, but like I said, Haley, now this is a yearly thing, right, Hale? Yeah. We watch this every, I mean, at least... Well, definitely in October, not necessarily on Halloween night, but we'll sometimes watch this on Halloween 
as well, depending on what day of the week it is, right? Yeah, we'll also usually watch it after Halloween. <laughs> and just randomly. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, um, like uh, the... Uh, the, the like some of the earlier specials, uh, Witch's Night Out was actually produced on 35 millimeter film um, by Jonathan Rogers, who used to be known as John Leach, um, for NBC. It later aired on Fox and Disney Channel every year from '83 to the late '90s. But honestly, on Fox is where I caught it most likely. Um, they, that was our Channel Five up here, and then Disney Channel later showed it, but it kind of started disappearing. The cartoon was released on videotape. Um, back in 86 by Family Home Entertainment, the FHE is probably the one you've seen, and then by PPI Entertainment in the late 90s. Uh, it is one of those things that Mill Creek released on DVD, along with they also released uh, The Gift of Winter, which is the predecessor to this movie, which actually features Dan Aykroyd uh, doing vocals. All right, so let's hop right into this. Here we go. The plot involves a depressed witch who is summoned by a pair of children named Small and Tender who were upset at not being able to scare anyone on Halloween. Let's stop there for a second. So the animation here is different. Yeah, it's kind of like someone hand drew it. Well, I know it's all hand drawn. I know yeah. that. But you could see like... So, so what Haley, I think we mean is yeah. it was hand drawn but not super cleaned up. Yes. Except for the witch who is fully rendered and looks... Has a lot more contrast. Yeah, yeah, they're all... Uh, so what you now have is the town folks who are kind of, you know, they're they're single color, but they're all different colors. Um, and they all have very unique kind of looks to them, although some of them have colors. I guess Malicious has black boots on and, yeah. you know, uh, Goodly has white hands and stuff like that. Um, so what we have here is, it uh, starts out, we first meet, of course, uh, Tender and Small. Right and tender and small want to scare everyone for Halloween with their masks and these voices are clearly adults just going very little kid voices and that's what this um, goes on. So uh, tender and small are the ones who are upset uh, because they can't scare anybody in their Halloween costumes. Everyone recognizes them as they're cute, so they call out to the witch. Uh, they call it to their fairy godmother, quote yeah. unquote, right? Because um, they want to turn into real monsters. And that, meanwhile, the adults in town are going to hold in the witch's old house a Halloween party. Um, not even realizing that the witch is still there. Right? Yeah. And of course, our witch, as we said, was played by Gilda Radner. Now, their babysitter comes. His name is Bazooey. Right? Yeah. Uh, and Bazooey is going to come and read them a story. And that's what he tells them about the fairy godmother. And of course, their cries come out. And here comes the witch. And what does it sound like? The, what does it sound like when she's flying through the air? Oh, it kind of like sounds like a vacuum cleaner or like, I don't know. The An word. old school like yeah. airplane, that kind of thing. And what happens? She does what? Crashes into the window. She slams right into the window, shatters the window. What's the first thing Haley asks? Well, what do the parents think about the glass <laughs> over the floor, right? Yeah. They have, they have to come home at some time. They're going to find the glass and wonder what's happening. Right. So um, the witch says that she can do this and she, would, she turns them into a werewolf and a ghost. And uh, so now Small and Tender are now a werewolf and a ghost. And Bazooey loses his mind, as any good babysitter should. Um, and then the witch is like, what would you like to be? And what, of course, what does he wants to be? Frankenstein's monster. Of course. He wants to be Frankenstein's monster because why not? So they think they're going to do pull a prank on the adults. And they're going to, you know, get him at the Halloween party. So they show up there. And what happens, of course, is not that, you know, oh, everyone's like, oh, look at Small and Tender and Bazooey. They're like, what? Oh my God, those are monsters! Right, and they all run away. And in the confusion, um, they trample the witch at the door and her wand gets stuck in Malicious's hair, right? Um, and as they're running away, so Malicious... Okay, so let me just back that up a second. 
malicious and and uh, rotten are just two not so great people. Um, but she, malicious is put in charge of making all the food, and it's like chocolate covered gefilte fish, and it's like all these like disgusting things. It's like turkey, what a, a turkey sandwich with raisins and whatever, and it's like oh what <laughs> like right? Uh, what was her de- her deviled eggs were? Um, oh, I forgot what the heck that was on the deviled eggs, but they're just. Everything's supposed to be gross and disgusting. And at the party, everything starts turning into creatures because the witch is causing it to happen. Well, they managed to, not on purpose, but steal the wand. Right. Right. So, um, where are we here? So, uh, the witch then takes them to the Halloween party in progress and uh, her isolated mansion on the edge of town. However, the citizens of the town get offended at the thought of real monsters in the town and form a mob under the leadership of the stately, street-laced Goodly, who is the mayor. Um... With the witch, uh, the witch loses her magic wand, which it gets attached to a woman named Moses's hair, and uh, un- she's unable to turn Bazooey and the kids back into humans, which leads the, the adults to then have a mob, and they chase them into the woods. While this is going on, Malicious finds the, uh, Malicious and Rotten find the wand in the hair, and they start trying to make what? What do they first start trying to make? Money. Well, no, no, they don't start with money. They start food. with food. They want, like, she kept, they kept, um... They kept telling her to make gross, disgusting food. And what does it, it turn work. into? An old sock and a bag <laughs> of garbage. garbage. Bag of garbage, right? So the whole point is, like, she goes, like, let's make money. So they start, like, they turn everything into mush. They yeah. blow the lights out of places, which leads the witch back to them, where the, she's able to get the wand away from them and then turn them into monsters. Yes. Right? So uh, malicious and rotten misuse the wand, which causes a lot of damage to the town, and but also summons the witch and the kids to the location. Re- regaining her wand, the witch uses her powers to turn malicious and rotten into monsters, though she turns them back soon after. Don't worry, no one's gonna... Like, while the Frankenstein's monster, ghost, and werewolf uh, are turned back into bazooey, tender, and small. Uh, the townsfolk come back and then see that the, the children are safe, and the witch gets mad. She says, no one even appreciates me. And she turns everything, fixes everything. Right. Yes. But the problem is, uh, that now the town folks are like, wow, that's amazing. And Bazooey says, Oh, l- watch this great match display of magic. And she turns him back into the, what? The Frankenstein's monster. And then turns tender and small back into the ghost and werewolf. Right. And everyone's like, that's cool. Then they go, well, and, they all applaud. and they all applaud. Right. But then they want to, what they want to all be turned into monsters themselves or, or you or know, something. Right. Something, yeah. Right. Yeah. They turn rotten into a saint. They turn malicious into a fairy, which is pretty funny because it's completely opposite mm-hmm. the thing. Goodly, who is uh, the, I don't know how to describe her. She looks like, she's pink. She, she looks, looks like, like she, she does. She looks like a pink sheep. She turns into a vampire who all of a sudden is down in a bikini, uh, you know, kind of thing. And this kind of movie, movie, this TV special is exactly the kind of stuff that when I was a kid, I this it was it's funny, it's silly. It like it's on the point, on the on the, sometimes on the nose what they're doing, but the one liners that Gilda Radner puts in there, like okay, lady, okay, kids, I ain't the Avon lady, like you know, like little digs and stuff she does, um, and of course then they go back and have the giant Halloween party, which turns to a very disco kind of party, and the witch turn gives herself a nice red disco dress on and stuff. It's very disco, but if nothing else, it shows obviously the 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 sign of the times. Now. The one thing I can tell you about this movie, and this happens not just throughout, not just in ha- uh, Halloween time, but of course throughout the entire year, this movie has a song which I will put at the very end, and it goes what, Haley? Halloween, witch magic, magic Halloween. Halloween, right? And it gets stuck in your skull for like 
days and days and days. We will always, and sometimes we're just randomly, I'm like, hey, Halloween. And Haley goes, witch of magic, right? You know what to do. Um, so the great part about these specials, and for those of you who remember Halloween specials, uh, back in the day, you had, and, and I'm not talking about like movies like Ernest Scared Stupid or things like that, like the old Halloween specials like Mad Monster Party or Fat Albert Halloween or Casper, uh, Casper's Halloween, or there's a lot of different ones, right? Kind of thing. Um, the Halloween tree. And again, all different times. They used to show these things pretty regularly, and now they kind of don't. Maybe on like uh, Disney shows theirs. Disney shows like, um, was it Halloween Town, Return to Halloween Town? Um, the one, uh, they, now everything's hocus pocus, right? They yeah, sh- everything is hocus yeah. pocus. And, and Nightmare Before Christmas, which I'm not 100% sure is a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie. Um, but they show all those different things. Uh, but the problem is, um, you know, these movies, not movies, but these specials are kind of lost sometimes. And it's important that we don't lose these things because they're really good. They're, these are different. And, you know, there's nothing here that would be too probably upsetting for most children. I mean, is this is no more upsetting than Garfield's Halloween um, kind of thing. But it's something that if you want to see, you actually can. And that's the great part. So if some of you don't have the DVD or maybe a chance to watch DVD, Go right to YouTube now. There is a couple different versions on YouTube, right, Hale? Yes, definitely. So you don't want you don't want the twenty one minute version. That one's actually been cut a lot. Yeah, they cut out three minutes, at least three minutes of it. There's a twenty four minute version, twenty four and change minute version, which is not too bad. Um, that one is better looking than the twenty one minute version. It's complete, but there's also uh, one that was posted. I want to say about a year ago, not by me. Someone took it off the DVD. It's about twenty five minute version that might have yeah. the credits and stuff. Um, that's probably the best one. If you just search Witch's Night Out, uh, you can find them. It's well worth your time, the 25 minutes it takes to watch it. For those of you who are the right age, you saw it when you were a kid. When Those of you who maybe are a little older and don't remember this, when you're, maybe your kids were watching it in the 80s, into the 90s, or maybe you're younger, and maybe you've never seen this and you'd like to. Uh, it's well worth it to, it to us. We think it's always well worth the time and effort to watch this special. So, yeah. So what you you will notice here is when we're talking talk about this is that, again, um, when we talk about some of these specials, a lot of this has to do with the nostalgia involved with it. Um, And again, this is me watching it as a child and now passing it on to my daughter. um, And it becomes a holiday, you know, Halloween tradition. We have the same ideas. Halloween's probably the one we watch the most. We watch a lot of different ones. The pumpkin who couldn't smile, like different things like that. But then, of course, Christmas. We get into like, you know, Rudolph. Ru- of course, Rudolph. Frosty. Yeah. Frosty. The other Frosty <laughs> Returns, uh, The Grinch, um, even though they try to show The Grinch at Thanksgiving nowadays, um, Charlie Brown, uh, Christmas. We watch Charlie Brown Thanksgiving at Thanksgiving, yeah. obviously. But like, um, but not only there's those, but like, um, you know, Twas the Night Before Christmas, like a lot of those different ones that were there, those those specials, those Ranklin Bass specials, whether they be animated or the, the claymation and stuff. The whole point is, is that we are, you know, trying to pass this stuff along. Things that I remember from being my from my childhood, trying to pass along to my daughter, so that she can find joy in them as well. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, this might only be twenty five minutes, and we watched it uh, this morning, um, and it was one of the things like we knew we know everything that's going to happen. We like that's how I figured out the version we were watching was truncated. I'm like, wait, this doesn't happen. Wait, this is missing. Like, you know, kind of thing. And, it's one of those nice things that if you can share something like that with your family, and again, I and mean, then if you don't if we'll share it with somebody, it becomes just a nice tradition. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we love this movie so much. 
Haley, anything else you want to say about Witch's Night Out? I don't think so. It's just a really great special for you to watch with, like, kids of all ages and adults. It's a really good special. Yeah, there's nothing in there that would be anything too hard for anyone to kind of go through. I mean, I guess if your children are really afraid of a of a wicked witch coming and turning them into a werewolf, maybe they might be a little much, but um, it's not actual people, so it's good to go. All right. Yeah. So, folks, uh, that about wraps it up for this Halloween episode and the 45th anniversary of Witch's Night Out. Um, next month, uh, look for Dad and I be back for the November, uh, the regular November episode uh, with House of a Thousand Corpses, which is 20 years old, which is hard to believe. Um, but we're going to do that. So, um, like we say around here, Keep those cards and letters coming and keep watching the skies. If you're stuck inside and you can't get out, but you feel like being free, grab a witch and make a switch and see what you can be. That's Halloween, witch magic Halloween. Halloween, witch magic Halloween. This is Tokyo, once a city of six million people. What has happened here was caused by a force which up until a few days ago was entirely beyond the scope of man's imagination. Tokyo, a smoldering memorial to the unknown. An unknown which at this very moment still prevails and could at any time lash out with its terrible destruction anywhere else in the world. Hi folks, Luke Giaconetti here. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Do you like giant monsters? Or as they're called in Japan, Daikaiju? Monsters like Godzilla, Rodan, Gamera, King Ghidorah, or Mothra? Do you like more obscure monsters, such as Gappa or Yangari? Do you like giant heroes like Ultraman, or super robots like the Shogun Warriors? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I think you might like my podcast, Earth Destruction Directive. I'm a dedicated fan of all things Daikaiju, and I'd like to share that with all of you. Please check out Earth Destruction Directive at twotruefreaks.com. Earth Destruction Directive, where we turn your daikaiju dreams into city-smashing reality. This has been an episode of Bots, Bugs, and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast. If you'd like to contact me, please email the show at botsbugsbabes at gmail.com. If you'd like to find me online, I'm on Facebook under my name, Jason Jacknetti. I often contribute to the Two True Freaks Facebook group. You can visit my Facebook page, The Art of Horror Collective, and you can search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective. On Instagram, find me under my name, Jason Jacknetti. And search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective, as well as the new hashtag, Bots, Bugs, Babes Podcast. I'm the only one using them. I'm also on Twitter, at Jason Giaconetti. And you can visit my webpage at www.theartofhorrorcollective.wordpress.com. 
All movies, characters, stories, music, etc. are properties of their, their respective holders. This is a fan work, and any use of any property is purely for review, discussion, entertainment. So don't sue me. I ain't got anything anyway. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow.